Hello, welcome to the 90th episode of the Cars Cast Movie Cast. Uh, Jeff, what, from what language, oh wait. 90 uh, is a lot. 90 is a lot. That's um, like, <laughs> someone could listen to it for like one a year for their entire life, and mm-hmm. they, they, I mean, statistically, they wouldn't make it this far. Yeah, yeah. Is that really the case? I thought 90. People well, don't live on pretty... average to 90, that's old. What is the, the average? average? Is like, it's like well, the thing is that average I think includes like premature deaths of every type. It's not yeah, just yeah. like disease-related death, right? Like, uh, I think the average is about seventy. Whoa, that that seems low, but that that makes yeah. sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I mean, it's um, lower in the U.S. than a lot of countries. So I'm really hoping you get this question right. It's okay, kind ready. of doubtful because I wrote the question and forgot to write the answer, and well, I don't you wrote remember the question. No, I well, I I copied it okay. from my phone like, to my. It, it, the question was going to be, "What was my favorite flower in second grade?" <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, magnolia. Um. So, from what language did English borrow the word ketchup? Japanese. Uh nope. I'm Googling it right now. It's Chinese. So. I was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. geographically, obviously, completely different cultures. Right. Geographically, I was close. That's a different... I Googled that one for the answer, uh, but that's a different answer than what the trivia app yeah. told me. So I, I guess... Yeah. Yeah, I just went, f- like, phonetically. I just was like, what language has those, like, sounds that it might be adapted from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't quite get there. Nope. Um... Well, before we get any too deep into this, we already thanked everybody on the Patreon episode, but we'll do it again here on the big episode. But thank you to everybody who had us in their, your Spotify wrapped. Um, that was very, very cool. Yeah, it was um, almost overwhelming how many people had it in there. Yeah, because I don't remember seeing a lot last year, and albeit I don't think it was as popular of a thing last year mm-hmm. to share it, but um yeah we had some last year like i would say we probably had like 15 or 20 last year but this year yeah we had like 50 this year yeah sent it to us definitely got like annoying for other people to watch our instagram stories but for a second i thought you were gonna say it got annoying for you (laughs) you're like it definitely got annoying it definitely i would prefer like less of you listened to us but screw you guys (laughs) go listen to the intercut podcast yeah yeah they like their fans (laughs) um we charted at 94, which, you know, is great. I don't know what that says about the, yeah. <laughs> the TV and film podcast on Spotify, but Yeah, we cool. made the top 100, we, which we was broke the kind top of 100. insane. Very weird, yeah. Especially because, from what I know, it's like there are t- so many articles out there. I got curious because it's like there are so many articles that are like, these are the TV and film podcasts you need to listen to in 2020 and like, all the best and we're on none of those lists we're not on any of those lists we are on that list so I'll t- we're on the the list generated by raw data we're not on a list that someone would aggregate themselves personally 
we we're kind of like the Adam Sandler movies of the podcast world, where it's like people listen to us, but no one will recommend us. Yeah, <laughs> no one. They don't want to admit they listen to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, no one's out there like you. Got to listen to the Cars cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, thank you. Guys. We suck. We suck. <laughs> um. Yeah. Also, Jeff, you don't know this because I don't play the theme song when we record anymore, but there is a new theme song this week. There is? I made a new one. Um, I really like it. I really like yeah, this one. What, yeah, what kind of vibe? It's definitely a lot more uh, chillax, you know? It's definitely a mm-hmm. lot more low-key, but it's still... Is it like a Martin Def chillax low-key? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a lo-fi hip-hop type of thing. I got this sample from online and chopped it up a bit and... You know, I think I think it works. So we'll we'll see what the feedback is nice. like. I remember I tried a new one briefly for the Iana Murray episode, and people, at least like a few people, did not like it at all. So let's hope people like this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. That would be yeah. unfortunate if they didn't. Right, 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 right. What if a bunch of people just are like, I'm never listening to this again. I hate the theme song that much. <laughs> we don't get any Spotify wrap-ups next year because yep. of one yeah uh um, i just noticed the uh the a24 it just popped into into frame yep it's right there i think like this is the most predictable purchase i've made because you know i yeah. love what company makes that a24 they this is their they, own they, merch yeah they, oh really yeah they they put it out on sale like uh two or three weeks ago and i remember seeing it and being like i can't that's i can't do that and all my then friends were like get it come on just get treat yourself it, i was like all right, yeah. it's, all right it's the exact type of thing that you would buy that's what jaxie said she's like the colors the fact that it's a fleece the fact that it's a24 it's like of course yeah. you own it i'm like yeah that's it's like i had to get this right. you're like the the quarter zip fleece guy yeah yeah like i love these I mean, kinds this one's of a button but fleece. it's still cord the quarter style of mm-hmm. fleece yeah they're super yeah. comfy this right. one, I love the co- I love these colors, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I also like you know how the design understands that your head is too big to fit in the neck hole, so they give you a little mm-hmm. extra thing to pop open, yep. and that's how you this put is... it on. Right, right. <laughs> so I... <laughs> they know that your head is not the same width as your neck. Yeah. So they give yeah. you they give you some buttons to open it wider. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm wearing they... a quarter zip as well, and it's the same deal. I can't same deal. Can't yeah. take it off with when the neck's fully zipped. That up. would be a problem in it, you know, if they didn't have. It'd be weird that I had I got it on somehow, but yeah, you'd yeah. have like a cylinder for a head. Your <laughs> neck would just be one long cylinder. Just <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been taking. Well, how's your week been, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, it's it's been. I mean, the the same as my last. Mm-hmm. You know, forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty weeks. Right. Most mostly. Mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. I've been taking a lot of baths this week. Uh, really yeah i was just gonna do you are you a big bath guy yeah okay so i the last time i took a bath uh uh, was because i was playing pickup basketball with uh, our friend nick oh who was on the podcast (laughs) yep yeah and i'm sure i told this story when it happened like a year and or this was like two years ago maybe at this point Uh but so maybe i didn't tell that because we didn't do the podcast two years ago but uh but anyways he pump faked and i bit really hard on this pump fake 
So that's when he like fake shooting, just for people to know. So he right. like, kind of raised his arms and did like a fake little like jump where he didn't leave the ground. So it looked like he was going to shoot it. So I was like, yo, I can jump really high. I'm going to jump and block this. So I jumped as high as I could. Uh, and Nick did not know that I jumped that high. He ended up ducking and like spinning. What he did was when I jumped, he took my legs out from under me. My legs did an entire like 180 degree flip where I went. Oh. I flipped all the way around and <laughs> I sma- I landed like like shoulder first and my legs just like hit the ground where it was made a huge like audible like where it just like popped onto the the wood uh so my entire right side was like i couldn't feel it for like an hour dude yeah and (laughs) so nick had to drive me home and like i started stiffening up in the car even more so by the time he brought me back to because i lived in like a coach house at this point so there was like some steps you had to get up to get to the main floor Mm -hmm. and he had to walk me up these steps because i literally could not walk uh yeah and i just like limped made and i oh on the way back i made him buy like epsom salt because that's like what you yeah put in the path. i yeah mm-hmm. right so i made him buy that so we made one stop on the way back i made him buy that and like once i got into my apartment or my i guess my coach house it's technically not an apartment not really yeah. important for the story at all right but continuing i just made an epsom salt bath and then laid in it for like two hours two uh, hours then, wow yeah well it's mainly because i couldn't get up yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really want to take a two-hour bath, but I like, uh-huh. couldn't move. Had no other choice. Um, yeah, and then this was actually right before I was going to do my Europe trip two years ago. So I'm pretty sure this was two years ago. Okay. And yeah, and then luckily I I didn't break anything. Because at the time when I landed, I landed so hard I thought I might have broken something. But yeah. I didn't. And anyways, that is the story of the last time I took a bath. <laughs> but I'm yeah, they're nice. I'm surprised Nick hasn't told me that story because I feel like he would love to tell share that with. Me. Yeah, that was like his greatest pump fake ever. <laughs> yeah. Catastrophic wow. injury. Like I'm picturing you moved like the way those watering birds do when they. Oh like, yeah. Like that was it was just a full like. Basically yeah. a flip. Yeah. Oh yeah no I I flipped. That's terrible. Wow. Well. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, it took a but bath. But luckily, like... I didn't break anything. So after about, it took like two weeks for me to like not to be able to like walk normally again. Yeah, that's. Um, but luckily, I it was like a like three or four weeks out from my my trip to Europe, so I was fine. Oh, wow. Actually, I think this was last year. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was gonna say, I th- feel like we've known each other closer to that. Trip. No, we've known each other longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than two years, but mm-hmm. this. Yeah, this isn't not interesting at all. I'm just trying to remember when this happened. <laughs> I think it was like last. I have no idea when this was. Nice. It nice. was one or two years ago, roughly. Right. At some point, I don't know. It happened okay. in the last two years. Cool. You should just cut that whole that whole no, last minute. S- no, you know what? I'm gonna keep it in because this week I'm just not in the mood to edit. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, people can. All right, we got to be on topic. We cannot have anything that right. we need to cut starting now do not um, say anything embarrassing let's go cool today we're talking about rango uh this <laughs> right to the point <laughs> rango um this is a 2011 film directed by gore verbinski uh you may recognize that name he did i think the first parts of the caribbean or the one of the uh, early at, i at least the first if not the first like three yeah 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 
uh, and also a few other movies that you may have heard of. Um, and the uh, did it really was it 2011 this came out? That seems really recent. I I don't that think it was that's right. A couple years before that, it, it was 2011. Been. It was huh. March. For, wow, Jesus! Uh, I always thought this was like a 2005. Uh, the synopsis reads, a chameleon played by Johnny Depp who has lived as a sheltered family pet finds himself in the grip of an identity crisis. Rango wander- wonders how to stand out when it is his nature to blend in. When he accidentally winds up in a frontier town called Dirt, he takes the first step on a transformational journey as the town's new sheriff. Though at first, Rango only roleplays, a series of thrilling situations and outrageous encounters forces him to become a real hero. Um, I'm glad we're talking about this movie because i feel like it was really it was pretty heavily talked about when it came out it made a good amount of money like it was a success Mm -hmm. it won best animated feature at the oscars and i feel like no one ever talks about it anymore Um, yeah well okay it's weird because i remember i saw so i saw this in theaters and then watching it for this podcast was the first time i have seen it since same yeah Uh, well yeah 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 the interesting thing though is i remember the marketing at the time it was kind of marketed since it's an animated film and i guess you have to market animated films this way but it was marketed as a kids movie right this isn't really a kids movie like it kind of is but I yeah don't... it's a mix it's... Um... because the the humor in this is not really kid movie humor no because a lot of the visual gags are closer to like bojack gags where they require some, like, thought rather than, like, someone getting... I mean, there was a lot of, like, slapstick people getting, like, hit in the face and stuff. Yeah. But I think that some of the... Like, some of the comedy is, like, a bit deeper than I, I remember. Totally, yeah. And, I mean, Nickelodeon did this, or they produced it, whatever. So um, it was definitely intended to be a kid's movie, is what you're saying. Yeah, so, well, yeah. yeah. Disregard what I just said. No, like, uh, <laughs> it, it is weird that... Well, I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely, it was, like, marketed as this, like, kids movie, but I think it also is, like, it makes sense that Nickelodeon did this. I feel like yeah. a lot of Nickelodeon content really does not shy away from uh, tailoring to adults sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a lot of, at least, like, the earlier stuff. I don't I don't pay attention now. I'm not watching Nickelodeon, but I feel like they've kind of fizzled out of that for the sake what, of... Was Courage the Cowardly Dog Nickelodeon? Nope, that was Cartoon Network, but... You're right, that was Cartoon Network. Double, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure you're that right. was... We, yeah. see, we, we can't cut, so we can't... I shouldn't have even said something I wasn't sure about. Nah. Well, you know what? It's... Now we know, and everybody else knows. <laughs> everybody already knew, probably, but... Um, yeah, they were just... I just gave them a spot to say, no, that's wrong. Yeah, you know, they yeah, could, yeah, They yeah. could feel, like, empowered. <laughs> but this movie... And I actually am very curious because I know that Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is one of your mm-hmm. favorite movies. And this is like, <laughs> this is yeah. like very, do you have anything to say about that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to get into this later, but you kind of gave a good segue for this. Yeah. I, apparently there is a fan theory that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like kind so, of, but I would explain. So, I mean, first of all, there is a raul duke cameo of when they're driving in the desert and rango hits like their windshield Mm -hmm. Uh, so there is a literal fear and loathing like cameo in this yeah yeah, film but in addition to that i guess people are saying that that means that this takes place in the same uh like universe as fear and loathing but taking that a step further 
uh there is a like drug trip dream like or like passing out you know sequence in fear and loathing where johnny depp wakes up in like water with a lizard tail oh my god so people are saying that that was his like drug trip dream like this film is the drug trip dream from that film that would make so much sense that honestly is probably the case right (laughs) it's like (laughs) because rango's character is like kind of a mixture between johnny depp's character and fear and loathing and like jack sparrow almost it's kind of like he's just doing a like a in the middle of those two characters Yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah, which is hilarious for, like, an animated film to mm-hmm. have a, a character. Like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen, a char- like, a character played like Rango in a, like, a child's film. Never, no. Because Rango is, like, kind of a no-holds-barred, fairly adult character. Yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely, like, kind of, There's like... There's so much violence in this movie. <laughs> Like, normally in a kid's movie, it's like someone gets bonked on the head, and they're like, well, they're knocked out, and then you see, like, birds spin around their head. Right. But in this, but this movie, one they're like, yeah, like, yeah, they're dead. Yeah. That's like, a, that okay. guy's dead. That's a great point, yeah, because usually in kids' movies, it's like someone will either, like, get hurt really bad or just have something embarrassing happen to them, and that's the right. way they deal with that. But this one, it literally, like, people get killed. Yeah, people, people get but, killed yeah. on screen. There, There's corpses on screen. <laughs> yeah. There's also um, like insinuation of more death, like at right. the end of the film. Like, yeah. They're insinuating that that snake's about to kill that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're getting into spoilers, but it's Rango for It's Rango, people. Nine have, years yeah. ago. Um, yeah, it's a very dark film for children. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, it's like, I remember seeing this in theaters. Um, you were older than I was. I yeah, was no, like I you was, were in high school? No, I was out? I was 19 or 20. <laughs> Wait, that really put things into perspective. <laughs> that was that's weird. You would have been I, in middle school. I was in middle school. I was like going through I never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something. <laughs> I was going to say no cutting. Something kind of funny but also probably kind of weird. Um <laughs> but yeah, that's weird. Um, but anyways, when I saw it when I was young, I was like, "Wow, um, this is really weird." And I I remember being like really weirded out, as you are when you watch this. And rewatching mm. it, I didn't feel that much different. I still think it's very. It's not like Coraline, where it's like when you see that as a kid, you're like ah, and then you rewatch it, and you're like, "Oh, this is just really cool." Mm-hmm. This you're like, "Oh, this was very weird." <laughs> it was weird. It's just because it it's something where it was very clearly not tailored to kids from the uh, mm-hmm. concept the concept is kid friendly like the the general premise of the film yeah but the actual like dialogue in the film and just the entire plot in general is is not really that kid oriented like i feel yeah. like once they got a, you know approved to make this film they just did whatever they wanted totally um and i can't get over the fact that it one best animated feature yeah two oh just... so when i watched this i watched it on amazon because it was like you know free with prime on that uh-huh but uh it's actually amazon gives it even though it was rated pg when it came out amazon gives it a 13 plus rating no way that's yeah <laughs> yeah amazon's internal rating is like this is too much for kids that's <laughs> that's very okay. funny 
also briefly can we get into the logic in this film just in yeah, terms of yeah, for sure. which animals can are like anthropomorphic and which ones are not <laughs> it didn't make yeah, any yeah. sense no. right so okay so birds are anthropomorphic except for the crow mm-hmm. uh but also <laughs> the bats aren't so they're similar to birds except their bats are mammals so they're the closest to us but they're the ones that are the least anthropomorphic yeah the other birds seem to have like like the hunting birds at least were of their own volition in terms of their movements where the bats were only controlled by people and then they would just explode like planes i was gonna say <laughs> they exploded and they're the mammals in this and then there's, uh, the... there's also the one pig that was like r- riding with the water jug yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It was like a, some kind of wild pig or something there's the owls um yeah the owls but they sing so right. they're anthropomorphic and they're, they're anthropomorphic. birds yeah that's a good point well, that's what I'm saying. It's like I have a weird relationship with the birds in this movie. It's weird. <laughs> it doesn't make it doesn't follow any logic. Also, why are all the animals the same size regardless of what type of animal they are? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a lizard and he's the same size as a cat. And I'm like, "What is this?" Right. I think But then the snake is gigantic. <laughs> you're Okay, you're making some really great observations here. Because everyone talks like, about yeah, how surreal and trippy this movie is but it's like and sure there's like the obvious examples but that's a great <laughs> point like small stuff yeah. like that that it doesn't make sense is just... arbitrary which animals can talk yeah but also the sizes of them doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense there's like yeah they all need to fit into a saloon together so they got to be the same size yeah <laughs> um uh, yeah so that's I think this yeah, is that's... one of the few, like, mo- modern at least, like, takes, like, children's western. Mm-hmm. I can't think of, I feel like they do the westerns all the time in, like, children's movies and, like, big animated movies. But this feels like a western-ass western, you know? Like, mm-hmm. up until, like, the weird, like, drug trip stuff. <laughs> like, they yeah. really go all in on it. And the score, which I think Hans Zimmer okay, did. the score was great. Yeah. Okay, I want to say something. I got like a tear in my eye for after uh, he, the Spirit of the West meeting. Mm-hmm. The score was so good. Yeah. Like in yeah. that moment. Dude, it's basically, well, it's co- so cool because I'm like, I recognize a lot of this from other films. And he's basically just like imitating uh, get the name Enrio Morricone. I... Oh my god, I'm gonna have to cut stuff. I just, I this is just so bad. It's wait, let me just. Is that it? Is that yeah? Ennio Morricone. Yeah, Kone. I've never said the name out loud. I've said it many. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, great tribute. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I just really like that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Um. Damn, I'm I'm probably gonna have to cut that. Uh, <laughs> but what else? Um, what did you think of? Like, there were some. Did you pick up on any other references? Because I thought I saw a few, and I didn't write them down. And I was curious if you picked up on any. Um, I think they referenced Chinatown at one point. Um, not sure if you've seen it, but I have not seen it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's a classic cars cast moment. That's that that's that charting Here, here's movie a, podcast. Fam- a fa- famous movie. Uh, have you seen it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
mispronouncing like the best film composer yeah. of all time and then no, no. not like, watching Chinatown. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, we are the 94th. We are the 94th uh, film top. and TV rated podcast. Yeah. Um, I even said that those words in the wrong order. Yeah, I was like, I, that. sure, they know what you mean. <laughs> um, What else? Yeah, I really liked Johnny Depp in this. Uh, we already kind of yeah. talked about him, though. Johnny Depp was great in this. Yeah, I mean, this is like one of his... The way you put it earlier, this is kind of like the most like Johnny Depp performance. Because he yeah. really does like feel like he's blending together a lot of his best characters, at least, into this one animated chameleon Mm -hmm. and it works so well (laughs) and uh yeah imagine if that was like the tagline of the film johnny depp blends all of his best characters into one animated chameleon (laughs) (laughs) um okay as far as like actual like reviewing goes though um Mm -hmm. i think there's a reason this movie isn't talked about as much as it is and it's because i think for as great of like a tribute as it is to like western yeah films and like as beautiful as the animation is the animation still holds up a lot and i guess we'll touch on that in a little bit um i just think the story isn't there at least for like children to really stick with like i'm sure this Mm -hmm. is this makes for like such a fun time as like an adult or like a college student like same thing college students are adults but <laughs> i just think like i don't know i even rewatching it the story didn't really hit with me yeah um, that was by far the weakest part of this film yeah the weakest part was all the things that were happening <laughs> the the backbone of the film yeah yeah but rango i mean it's kind of a character film and that's just you're following rango who is so well played and so interesting yeah, that it doesn't matter as much what's happening. Of course, I think that's what would have made it a great movie rather mm-hmm. than where I just think it's a, a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, also because I mean, yeah, you go. Oh, I was just gonna say it's almost two hours long, and mm-hmm. which is actually pretty crazy for a kids' movie to begin Especially with. Especially an animated movie, as right? Well. An animated movie with not a great story, and I still yeah. <laughs> was like pretty entertained throughout, and it went by like very fast for me so yeah yep um but yeah the animation um it i feel like it's it's doing like so many different things like sometimes it's super pretty and beautiful other times like when it commits to what it wants to do if it's like terrifying it's like disgusting and Mm -hmm. really disturbing but when it's like beautiful i'm like this is nice this is a very yeah this is great. I also loved Rango's <laughs> eyes so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All okay. the eyes in the movie, actually. But yeah. That's true. <laughs> Here's the thing that I have to bring up because okay. everyone wants to know this. Uh-huh. How was the fur? I, okay. <laughs> I was hoping. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I could mention it. I liked the fur. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. This. I mean, if you're going to do it, this is how you do it, right? Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's yeah, my take. That's on good. That. No, that's a good mm-hmm. take. I think part of why I th- people don't stick with it as much is so much of it takes place in the desert, where mm-hmm. there's not a huge backdrop. And I guess I can see from like a child's perspective. At least this is like how I viewed it before I rewatched it. It's like it all feels like 
it's taking place in one location in a way. Yeah. Not really. That's not what the movie actually is, but it just yeah. reads well, like that. It's what's interesting is because Rango's uh entire life is literally enclosed in a small box. Yeah. It's interesting that we're making the point that the entire <laughs> movie about him leaving his box feels too small of a location. <laughs> yeah yeah that's because like part of the 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 theme of the film is him exploring the larger world right right and we're like yeah it feels too small feels too (laughs) (laughs) but no i agree i definitely agree with you i just think that's it's a weird point yeah it's it's a weird point that i i actually am committing to cool uh and i think that that's really a fault of the film if anything that is actually a actual issue i can find with the film <laughs> is that one of the themes is not fully explored mm-hmm. because it's just like he need, i feel like he needed to go on a larger adventure like maybe into the city of las vegas yeah yeah and then he could have run into raul duke again from fear and loathing <laughs> could have like or even when they were in like the it would have been funny if they did do like one more tie-in yeah of, like later in the film if it picked up yeah <laughs> dude i'm just I'm yeah, I'm amazed at how many different like movie references there are in this. For even though we've only mentioned two, I just yeah. <laughs> it, it feels like a such an ode in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, do you have any thing else? I, I do you have any like closing thoughts on well, this? I mean, do we want to talk briefly ab- about the larger? Uh, like conceit of the film and that I guess the I don't know if we want to get into like broader themes because mm. yeah, they're, yeah. they're they're there in the film but right, I don't right. know if they really affect our enjoyment that much because yeah. I mean the film is obviously <clears throat> about you know Rango discovering who he is mm-hmm. um in in it and his place in the the larger world yeah um so I don't know. I, like there are scenes that when you try to think of it in these larger, like more broad terms, like when he goes back to the road and then like finds his fish friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like him kind of going back. Wait, wait if, if if this is in a uh, like a screen ring, is that the innermost cave? Yeah, I yeah. forget. Is that where that is? I don't. I also can't confirm. But I, yeah, I forget <laughs> there because I learned all this like four years ago. Like yeah, all, yeah. Of, like how the, because there's like a framework, you know, that all scripts like fall within for the most part, right, can, right. Like, identify them. I kind of think most of that is probably in some truth, but obviously then people do what I just did, where they try to like say this part of the script is this exact part of this like yeah. method, and that's kind of dumb. So I don't know why I just did it. No, I mean, it's, <sighs> no, it makes <laughs> it's good that you brought it up. So, we're, anyways, that's all I had to say about ninety fourth. <laughs> that's rango for you. that's rango that's the thing it's like as much as again that kind of goes back to like the weaker parts about the movie is that Mm -hmm. yeah it has like these cool it's got like themes going for it and like a a deeper like soul searching thing going on Mm -hmm. but that's not why i watched this movie or why i would rewatch it again it's like i just think it's a lot of fun it's really it's really stupid in a lot of ways. It, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm surprised we haven't just talked about how stupid the movie is. Yeah. Like, it, it Ra- really just cuts. Ranko's an asshole also. 
Yeah, he's not a good guy. He's a guy. huge fraud. <laughs> he's a con man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also, just, like, it's very weird that the one of the owls... I think whoever does the voice is, like, in all those trailers. It just sounds like I'm watching a trailer for a movie sometimes. <laughs> the way it's it flows, but... Yeah. Um, anyways, I think it's good. I think this is a fun What fun was movie. your favorite... Last thing I think that we could say, just as a topper. What was your favorite joke in the film? Like, visual or, you know, whatever. Um... Uh, what was well? What was yours? Yeah, I, I have one too because I put you on the spot there. Yeah, you like, put me on the hardcore, spot. <laughs> hardcore. Put you on the spot. Yeah, I was like, Jesus uh, Christ. So mine was a visual joke. It was right after the owls did the thing about saying that like Rango. First of all, they said that Rango was gonna die <laughs> in the middle of the film. They said he. They did like this like fake foreshadowing, saying he was gonna die. Which at the end they brought up again. They're like, yeah, he's gonna die, but it might be in a household accident. Yeah, <laughs> which and then then they brought up a statistic saying that sixty five percent of unnatural deaths are from household accidents, which is kind of why would you say that in a kids movie? That's just gonna make everyone think their parents are gonna die around the house. <laughs> yeah, weird. But anyways, that wasn't the that wasn't my point. My yeah, point was that the first time when they said he's gonna die, then they cut to Rango and it's he's sitting in the office of the mayor, like waiting in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. And there's a, two paintings behind him diagonally. They both have guns and, like, an arrow pointing at his head. Wait. Literally, wait. I was just about to... I had that written down in my phone. Because that is, like, one of the greatest, like, visual yeah. gags. <laughs> that is... I, I kind of want to hop on that one, too. Because that's the only time in the movie I actually, like, I know, laughed out I, loud. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... It's this so good. great. Yeah. Yeah. Also, when you, like, cuts to the... Because he has such a, like, a skinny pencil neck. Mm -hmm. it's like weird and crooked so it's, yeah yeah that's the thing it's like most of the gags and like silly things about it are all like completely visual in this movie mm -hmm. like they just look very goofy um so yeah um i also just really like the little fish a lot yeah but, but all right anyways um, that's rango that's that's rango i guess uh what are you feeling for <laughs> what are you feeling for a star well, yeah. time of day rating, do we want to do that? I'm Time of day rating, I think you could kind of go either way with this. I think you could even go like a pre-dinner, like 4 p.m., 4.30 wow. maybe. Yeah, that's that's a really weird time, but that does work. Um, I was going to say like, this is a nice 9 p.m.? No, that Solid works too. That was my other, nighter. my other, yeah. Yeah, 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 cool. Definitely not midnight. I would say definitely not early oh, in the morning. You don't want to see Rango no. wake up. You don't. <laughs> just gives you a weird feeling the rest of the day. Um, cool. And as for a star rating, I said like a three and a half. That's that's where I'm at. Like definitely not anything better than that, but like a good time. I yeah. will never watch this and have like a bad time. <laughs> right. No, I I think we're firmly on the three and a half train. Yeah. Cool. Um. Well, that's Rango. Uh, it's on Hulu. If you want to and Amazon Prime in the US. <clears throat> yeah. Um well we got some questions if we want to get I'm into ready those. for some questions. Cool. Uh we got three of them this week. <clears throat> this first one comes from uh Jacob Colness from the Patreon. If you guys didn't know if you pledge fifteen dollars on Patreon and ask us a question in our question thread, you get it answered in the normal episodes. Um, and you also give 
Carson, a great segue to talk about that as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why we do them. That's um, why we do them. But this one, as I said, comes from Jacob Colness, and it is, do you put ketchup on your tater tot hot dish? Also, corn in your spaghetti hot dish? Thoughts? <laughs> your face just... <laughs> that was... Corn in... Wait, corn in your corn spaghetti? Corn in your spaghetti hot dish. I don't what's do a, that. Okay, first of all, what's a hot dish? Okay. See, this is... I was wondering... I don't know where Jacob Colness is from, but hot dishes are like a mostly Midwestern thing, specifically Minnesota. I know they're huge in Minnesota. I'm not that into hot dishes. Um, explain, explain the hot dish. A little the bit hot more. dish. It's pretty much exactly what you hear. It's like a big dish. Think like a lasagna shaped mm-hmm. thing, but it's not a lasagna. It's just it's just in that shape, full of different ingredients. Usually, a common one is like. A dish full of uh, potatoes and like cheese and maybe some like rice and topped with like breadcrumbs or something it's just like a very let me let me just look up the definition of this okay uh, we there, talked about one other weird minnesota food and i don't think it was this i think it was something else that was weird yeah it might have been the juicy lucy but i don't remember bringing up juicy what the hell's lucy. The ju- no what the hell's no. juicy lucy Dude, a juicy lucy is a delicious thing it is a cheeseburger with cheese inside of the meat instead of on top and which means that like when (laughs) it is like boiling hot cheese like could burn the inside of your mouth you have to wait for it to cool you does it sound good no it's so good it just sounds like then the hamburger would be cold no 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 you you cut the hamburger open and then like as soon as the cheese like comes out you never want to bite into a juicy lucy is what i'm saying (laughs) you cut it open first and then you let it (laughs) kind of cool down and then you have like a really gooey cheese with your burger you got to go to if if, couldn't you just put the cheese on top the burger and then just eat it normally no because it's not as juicy that's why they call them the juicy lucy's spelled (laughs) j-u-c-y-l-u-c-y Um, I can't argue with that. Yeah. But a hot dish is the other. I feel like. (laughs) Let me look up the definition for a hot dish for you. It is a hot dish is a dish that typically contains a starch, a meat and a canned or frozen vegetable mixed with canned soup. Um, Why does the vegetable have to be canned? That's just part of the. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) You can't. You have fresh vegetables. They They have to be. They have to be canned. Yeah. I didn't have a backup for that. Um. You know what? But I don't put ketchup on my tater tot hot dish mm-hmm. to answer the question. I don't really eat a lot of hot dishes. Like my family, we don't make hot dish that much. But my mom did give me a hot dish cookbook for my birthday. Uh, and Jaxie and I were going to make some. We never did. But we're going to get to it. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'll, if you're, you know, I'll, I'll eat it if I'm around. Yeah. I'll, make it sometime. I'll make you a hot dish. Just come on over. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, that, now that we've established what the uh, the question is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, just can you restate what the two specific questions about these hot dishes are? It is: Do you put ketchup on your tater tot hot dish? Also, corn in your spaghetti hot dish? Thoughts? I've never had a spaghetti okay. hot dish though. I'm gonna say I would not want corn in a spaghetti hot dish. Yeah. Yeah. But is the first one a, <clears throat> like a tater tot? Yeah, tater tot dish? hot dish. I've had that before. It's really good. Um, I could see, so I do eat ketchup with tater tots. I don't eat ketchup with like normal potatoes, but something yeah. about the fact that they're like fried, I uh-huh. can do ketchup with them because it's close to a fry. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. say yes on the first one, no on the second one. Okay. Good to know. Um, I, <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, I was, sorry. I was like looking up the at way this. You, you, 
just say that after I answer any question. It just sounds so sarcastic. Interesting, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I had to look away because I wanted to plug this one restaurant in Minnesota if anyone's ever in town and you can go to restaurants. But go to The Nook on somewhere in St. Paul. Uh, the Nook. They have great Juicy Lucy's. Um, and they got a bowling alley in the basement. And that's my recommendation. Um, Apparently hot dishes are very popular in minnesota yeah that's like what we do here i mean we do more than that but all your food together (laughs) yeah you you Um, go play some hockey and then you you play yeah exactly and you make some hot dish to be living in the state of hockey i really was not a big hockey guy but anyways um this next one comes for from munners mun from the subreddit and it is, are you guys nerds? So that's for sure Monroe Page. Yeah, that's Monroe Page. <laughs> I, yeah. pretty, <laughs> are you guys nerds about anything technical or engineering related? Uh, example, computers, cars, planes, civil engineering, military device, vehicles, etc. Do you nerd out on any of that kind of stuff? Because um, I know there's guys that are like big car guys. Right, I am I not a car guy. So, okay, so my high school was actually a magnet program for computer science. Uh-huh. So I had classes where I had to learn how to program in, like, C++ and Java. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I hated that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one one <laughs> time, the entire class got caught for cheating because none of us knew how to program in C++. Oh, no. So the entire... The problem, though, for them was that if everyone cheated, what are they going to do? Exactly, yeah. Dude, it's my kinda, it's kind of like a union almost. Quick cheating story: in tenth grade, our <laughs> um, our in our biology class, which I was really bad at, we had he gave us like a take home test. Um, yeah, and everyone cheated on it, like obviously, because it was a take home right. test, and we were like, so yeah, we're gonna cheat. Um, and but he he said he caught like three specific people. And which isn't everybody, but it was because everyone did it. Everyone was like really paranoid. And I was so paranoid that me and my friend went to him afterwards and we were like, hey, we're really uh, sorry. Uh, we we were one of the people because he said, like, if you didn't come forward, you'd get in like more trouble or something. So we that's came what forward. they did with our C++ yeah. assignment. So we, we always came forward because we're like, what are they going to do if like the whole class cheated? And I do come forward and say I cheated. Yeah. So we did that. And I was like, yeah. hey, we cheated. And he's like oh don't worry we, we caught the people and we were like oh so yeah we didn't cheat by <laughs> we were just saying that just playing see both sides. yeah oh, i was like no nah, we we're just yeah <laughs> i mean i also cheated on my like ap biology class yeah because it was with a take-home test where i found the test bank for the real test and i spent the whole morning of the test days studying the test bank of like a hundred something questions and i just memorized all of them but like <laughs> I could obviously I couldn't memorize all of them for real, so I just use mnemonic devices. Yeah, I'm like this. This question starts with an A, and the answer is A. This is a short question. The short it's the shortest answer. So I just like visually would go through a bunch of times and like, yeah. try to memorize them all. And I Damn. never opened the textbook or read it. That's well, hey, that's the way to do it. It worked. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I I somehow passed the AP Biology exam. Didn't have to take biology in college. Nice, nice. Yeah. Wow. So I guess that worked if that was my goal. Did you take the ACT and SAT? I Yeah, well, I took the SAT. I never took the ACT. Okay. I won't ask yeah. you for your scores on the podcast, but I also took But af- afterwards. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 
we'll dish it out in the Patreon episode or something. Um, cool. Well, oh yeah, to answer the question, I was never a car guy either. Um, oh, that was I forgot the question. <laughs> never into any of this really. I I guess I like kind of geek out over like like tech as in like i don't know like i geek out over like tech like phones mm-hmm. and like yeah, whenever I, i'm buying like, something like i some, pay attention some cameras i i cameras know a lot about like the, the specs of cameras and stuff yeah but nothing big i i really just have never gotten into cars um but i like i the only thing i know is that i would buy a tesla if i could I'd, i want mm-hmm. a tesla personally would yeah, you get you a Tesla? Go zero, zero to 60 in like two seconds. Exactly. I want the big iPad thing. That's the only thing I really Yeah. <laughs> I want like the, when they do the space shuttle, like spinning around thing, I want that to be my face driving in my car. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. Um, cool. Dude, it's, well, it's 20 G's in my car or nothing. Yeah. This last one. My car gives me like zero G's. It's slow. <laughs> Not a G in sight um golden trigger 42 asks what's your favorite snack that can come from a vending machine so what's your like go-to in those because okay so i guess it depends on what your mood is in yeah or what your vending machine has yeah yeah yeah. uh so i feel like this has to be um so do you have one off the top of your head yeah Usually, like my go-to, I have two go-tos because I'm either in, I'm either in the mood for something salty or sweet. Yeah. And candy bars are like, candy bars. You know, they usually go by pretty fast, so I avoid those. And also, I don't mm-hmm. think they're in vending machines that often. Now that I think about that. Um. Yeah. But so my two go-tos are the pretzel bags or those little cookies. Okay. The mini miniature Solid. cookies. Yeah. Yeah. So I have two answers one is like a hyper specific answer and then one is when i worked at cinespace yep. uh like i there was a vending machine there that i used all the time mm-hmm. um so oh, i know like, the vending machine yeah yeah so <laughs> there was one slot where there was reese's pieces but it was like a fairly large bag for how much it cost uh-huh so i got that i used to get that all the time nice that's those are so, good yeah, was, yeah i don't think i've ever had reese's pieces to be honest but so you would, but you just said they were good. <laughs> no, and no, then no. You I, your... I didn't. <laughs> I meant to say that sounds good. Conceptually, <laughs> those sound really good. But I've never had one. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> that is my like general answer. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, my specific answer is, um, if we're counting beverages as well, mm-hmm. there was the coffee coke that when i was in vietnam when we used to do recommendations i recommended that oh yeah yeah yeah. it's yeah. the vietnam has this specific like coffee coke product where it's coke that has like some coffee in it mm-hmm. and it like the aftertaste is coffee and like the first taste is coke and it's really good damn that sounds yeah so I, I used to pick that up all the time i'm sure they're in some vending machines in vietnam yeah yeah, yeah yeah cool well uh that about does it for questions this week. Yeah. Um, thanks for good questions. A- asking questions, guys. Um, well, I guess we'll get into our wrap up. Uh, for next week's movie, we have not talked about it beforehand, but I'll pitch it oh, to but, you. Oh, uh, but you have it right right here on the podcast. Yeah. All right. There's this go. new Riz Ahmed movie called Sound of Metal, available on Amazon Prime. It oh, I looks... saw an ad for that, like when I was getting Rango on. Yeah. yeah. It 
really looks it looks really cool. I really want to check it out. And all right, I'm in. Cool. All right, so next week we're talking about Sound of Metal on Amazon Prime. Supposed to be one of the best of the year. Has Riz Ahmed in it. And would have yeah. been funny if I said no. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, I gotta find a new movie. Um, cool. And then what else? Oh, we read a review. Um, <laughs> we we do do that. Uh, <laughs> to encourage you guys to leave reviews because we like to know what you guys have to say, and it helps the podcast. It's also fun to read them. Climb up those charts. It's also very fun to read them. Yeah. Um, so this one comes from Karscast, more like Best Cast, out of Canada. The subject line is, I feel like the opposite of Garfield. I love Mondays. <laughs> Five stars, and it's a long one. It reads, <clears throat> Monday morning, I wake up excited to hear a new episode of Karscast because it is my favorite movie podcast, and I love movies. My excitement turns to anxiousness as there isn't usually one out first thing in the morning. My mind begins to race. Did Karsten and Jeff forget to record? Maybe the podcast is ending forever with no warning. Maybe they hate me. Did I do something wrong? The hours go by until finally the Karscast Twitter notification pops up on my phone. New episode out now. I race to get my headphones and just start vibing to the boys. In all seriousness, I love this pod and the randomness of topics. Keep it up. Fire emoji. P.S. Jeff, I know you're a big hockey fan i'm from winnipeg do you like the winnipeg jets pps <laughs> would love to hear you guys talk about a ghost story ppps there was not another thing but yeah uh, <laughs> okay quick just anecdote about the winnipeg jets so the winnipeg jets uh used to be a team a long time ago and then uh because canada i think their economy was weak in like the like 80s and 90s so they yeah. they lost their team but then there was an expansion franchise uh, given to Atlanta, oh, which it was the Atlanta Thrashers. Now, that franchise did not do well. No one from Atlanta cares <laughs> about hockey at all. Uh, so they actually moved that team to Winnipeg. So now they have the <laughs> Winnipeg Jets again, even though it's technically a different, a different... franchise. Wow. That is uh, weird. But, but here's the thing. Um, for like the first few years of them being a team... Because they had the they the way that most sports work is like in America is that because of how large of a country it is, they mm-hmm. have different cities like kind of aligned in divisions so that you play the teams that are geographically closer to you more often. So it's the travel's not insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of this, for like three or four years, Winnipeg, which is in kind of like Western Canada, yeah was in the same conference or they were in the sorry the same division which is even more specific in conference as the tampa bay lightning (laughs) so they had to go travel back and forth to winnipeg a bunch of times a year (laughs) that's very odd cool yeah i had no idea um and yeah we'll talk about a ghost story sometime if jeff is interested um sure well lastly we like to give a shout out to our patrons um, if you are interested in becoming a patron, go to patreon.com slash Karscast. It's a great way to support us. Um, over there, you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, Zoom hangouts, and a ton of other cool things. Um, so yeah, here's that shoutout we promised. Thank you, Addison Ware. Out, let me just expand this because the names aren't okay. Addison Ware, Allison Grace, Annabelle Falk, Bex, Blake Root, Boat, Brandon Yu, Brock Schultz, Camilla, Eden, Fozzie Bear, Grant Gow, Harry, Rema Dianakis. I'm going to let you finish 
but the Boris Lozone was one of the best podcasts of the 2010s. <laughs> Iron Tusk 93, Isabel, Iva, Jaden Easton, Jacob Colness, John Van Hout, Joshua Krizwicki, Kara M, Katie T, Kevin Turner, Lick We Live Rob, Lucian Vecina, Luke Vineyard, Maddie Robertson, Martin Def, Martina, Marilee Borslow, Micah Simmons, Michael Decker, Moses Ox, Monroe Page, Pablo Patel, Parks, Ready Steady, Ernie, Riley Oust, Robert Burke, Saba, Sam Farr, Sophia Arieta, Super Cali, Fragilistic, Expialidocious, Smitty Werbin, Jaggerman, Jensen, Taylor, Hardy, 10 Billion, Toad Pimp, Tom Lakes, Beans, Vegard Strom, Vera S, Wait a Second, Jeff, I thought I fired you. Yoki Sasquatch and Yusef A. Ah, nice thank work. you guys. Thank you. I had like saliva coming out the yeah. corners of my it, mouth. So <laughs> if we ever had like 10,000 subscribers, would that just be the entire episode? Is you just come on, read the names, and then it takes so long that it'd be a leave? long. Yeah, yeah. It definitely is growing. So it's. I'm tr- I want to yeah. go back to one of our earlier episodes when we had like five like seven yeah yeah it was really funny like earlier on in my youtube channel because i do like the names at the end and the credits uh, and i <laughs> like i think did you ever have people, one that was just one yeah it was yeah. just two people one of which was like a friend from high school and i was just like thanks yeah, guys it's like <laughs> thank you to my patron <laughs> yep <laughs> you are the best you just you for now um but yeah well that's i think that does All it right, for well, today's episode sounds good to me that's an episode that's the 90th episode right there on to 91 hey hey um all right well uh do you have anything else to say not a damn thing wait should i do a quick uh pose for the yeah 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 let's do thumbnail what should should i do you tell me what to do uh what's a rango thing just be like should my eyes be really tiny like yeah i'll photoshop your eyes to be like or like really big but with like tiny like pupils or something yeah yeah, yeah. so let me you you should i get closer like I'm not going to do <laughs> Wait, one more time, one more time. Wait, can you duck down a little bit so your head is so easier for the Photoshop? Okay. I'm not going to do any Photoshop work and just have you looking really intense <laughs> into the into the thing. And I'll just be like and looking like, at you. Why was Jeff mad? You just you just Photoshop and just put text under that says why is Jeff mad with the exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> Cool. Also, the mic is over here. They probably can't hear me. Um, Jeff, do you have anything I else to say? So they can hear you. All right. Cool. Uh, catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Ah. Flip side. <laughs>